Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hey there. Today we'll be talking to podcaster, author, and speaker Jen Hardy and her husband Dave, who moved from Franklin, Tennessee to Indy Atlantic, Florida. Indy Atlantic is a small town of approximately 2,700 people located on a barrier island that separates the Indian River Lagoon from the Atlantic Ocean, which is how the town got its name. Indy Atlantic is a quiet beach town and is quite a contrast to nearby Cocoa Beach, which is busy and touristy. Gil? Jen Hardy was raised in Orange County, California, and grew up going to the beach every weekend. She moved to Franklin, Tennessee and spent 20 years there where she met her amazing husband, Dave. They flew to Florida to spend a week at the beach for their 10th anniversary and decided on the plane ride home that beach life was in their future. Less than a year later, they relocated to India Atlantic, a town on a small island on a space coast in Florida. They love it because they can spend their days enjoying the ocean, swimming with manatees and dolphins, and watching rocket launches from their front yard. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> their younger children spend the summers going to surf school every day. It's truly a paradise. Jen's hobbies are reading, playing board games, and spending time at the beach. She's been a homeschooling mom for the past 23 years. Wow, you go, girl. She also has two podcasts, Fabulous Over 50 and Medical Gaslighting and has published four books in her quote-unquote spare time. In 2022, she started her own business, Party Mom LLC, and her newest project is Jen's Friends, a daily video email for women that offers encouragement and inspiration. Dave Hardy lived in over a dozen states by the time he was 10. His mom enjoyed moving, and he continued that trend when he joined the Army at 19. Dave worked in IT and loves all things tech. Dave retired from the Army National Guard in 2015 and semi-retired a few times until retiring permanently in 2022. His love of living in new places has been quenched by the idyllic town he now calls home, and he's happy to say that this was the last move he'll ever make. Hmm. Good for you, Dave. Dave loves spending time with his family, fishing, and is an avid gamer. He is currently working on earning his bachelor's degree in information systems. He and Jen are still amazed every day that they're able to live on an island paradise, three blocks from the beach. Boy, are we envious. And I might let the audience know that we met at a Podfest conference this last year. Okay, Gene. Welcome to Retire There, guys. Please share your story with us. How did you decide to move to Indy Atlantic, Florida? 
Well, thanks so much for having us, first of all. I just, this is so exciting. And I just want you to know that anytime you're welcome to come on down and visit, I think it'd be so much fun. We could show you around and you could see. Do you want to tell the story? So we were we were in Franklin and I wanted to do something special for our 10 year anniversary that we had. So we decided to go down to Florida. We went down a little bit south of here, down to Fort Lauderdale. We flew down there and spent a week there. Jen grew up in Orange County, California. She grew up on the beach. I did not. She told me how much she missed the beach and how much she missed the water and all that stuff. And so you know, I was getting ready to go to retirement, have my third knee surgery. I'd retired from National Guard and I was working for the state of Tennessee. And so we just decided, you know, let's look into it, you know, and let's make a decision. And while we're on the plane, and said, if we can do it, if the numbers work out right, let's just do it. Let's pack our stuff up, sell our house in Franklin and, and move. That's basically what happened approximately nine months later. It was a perfect timing because the prices were still lower. And so when we look, one of the things for us, because he's prior military, is to be around a, a close to a base, a military base of some kind. Before we moved, we wanted to obviously visit where we were going to go. And that's one of the things that you guys have talked about. It is imperative that you go see the town. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, I think. Well, maybe we should do that now. When we flew out to this area, there's Patrick. It's now Patrick Space Force Base, which just honestly, to us adds a little bit of coolness to the whole yeah. thing. But we stayed there when we looked around and we came up with a realtor and we thought we wanted to live at the beach. I've got breathing problems and I thought, you know, the salt air is going to be good. So I want to live at what they call it beachside, right? So there's this little island and there's five bridges that come over here and then, or you can live on the mainland. And the realtor said, oh no, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. And so we got to see houses in both. And had we not come and we listened to her, we would have been very disappointed. A lot of people that live on the mainland, they're really happy. They don't have to worry as much during hurricanes and all that sort of thing. But for us, since the point is the beach, we wanted to be at the beach. And there is a completely different vibe in this town that we are. It's just relaxed. Like you said in the intro, Cocoa Beach is very touristy. It's very busy. There's so many people. No one has heard of where we are. In fact, our island doesn't even have a name. So we call it Hardy Island because that's our last name, (laughs) if anyone asks, because we figure it's got to have a name, right? And Hardy is a good name. And the great thing about where we live is that it's, it's a little known area, which is great. And we don't really want everybody to move here because then it won't be so so quiet. But it's just really quiet and calm and it's not flashy. So, you know, like Boca, there's a lot of people with money and there's a whole lot of that. And it's amazing, but that really priced us out. And so here it's nice. You do need to know though, that if you live on the island, it's 10% more. Everything's 10% more groceries, everything. Then if you go one mile over a bridge. And so there's a place called Melbourne, Florida. And it is a destination for a lot of people that want to live near the beach. You only have to go a couple miles and you're here, but then the prices are half of what they are here. And we can talk about numbers whenever you'd like to. Yeah, just touch on that too. It's a, it was really funny when we were looking for a place to come. I totally found Patrick's space where, well, back then it was Air Force Base, totally by accident, right? Ah. And so we're like, well, this is interesting. And so with me being retired, I was, we were actually able to stay on base. Um, we were able to stay there right next to the river. The kids actually saw the fish in the river just sitting there and they're like, wow, this is amazing. God, that's so cool. Go across the street, go off base and across the street and you're literally at the beach. I mean, there's no, I mean, the parking lot for the beach is right there across from the spaceport. <laughs> wow. wow. Like right across the street. And so we said that was it, you know, and we put a house up for sale and it sold within a month and then we packed our stuff up and moved. Yeah, and it's wow. nice because we've got a theater in Melbourne. In Melbourne, there's a theater that attracts big name talent. Yeah. So comedians and bands and all that. And then we have Orlando is just one hour away. So anything that you would want is there. So it's nice because we have it, but we don't have to have all the congestion and the people and everything with us all the time. Love Tennessee. The people in Tennessee are about the best people in the whole world. I love them so much. Yeah. And do you have, have you found that to be the case where you are now? The people? We are slowly finding friends here. It's, it's a little bit harder because we moved in 2019. We homeschool and then there was a pandemic. No, yeah. So Mm -hmm. when you homeschool, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of groups, but everything stopped. And so just about the time we were finding people, we lost that for about it because I have health issues for over a year. Mm -hmm. And so now this past year, we've really jumped in. And so it's like we just moved in a social sense, but (laughs) we're getting there. (laughs) Okay. Dave, you had mentioned that the benefits of the military are really good for those folks that can be in 
Yeah, for private service military, um, just so many resources down here. Uh, the VA uh, healthcare system is great down here for the most part. You know, there's hit and misses, you know, with any, you know, with government stuff. So, but I will have to say that they're, they're what we call home exemptions for veterans. You get a certain amount off your property taxes. So everybody has a, a homestead exemption and then you get a special military or veterans homestead exemption on top of that. And now if you're 100%, 100% disabled veteran permanent total, you pay almost zero property taxes. You basically pay for the 911 service taxes, you know, and fire department and stuff like that. So it's $600 a year, no matter what yeah. your house costs or what it's worth, it's that's wow. all you're yeah. going to pay. So for us, for that's me, I'm 100% disabled. I pay, we pay roughly $650 a year for property taxes. Let's go ahead and go on, more on that. So in yeah. Florida, so this is an amazing thing. Because of the permanent and total disabled, I think we'll hit a bunch of those things right now. In case yes. you're a listener who's who's got that right, Florida is absolutely incredible. So our daughter was coming in from Germany, our 13-year-old daughter, and we were running late. So we had to valet park the car. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is, I don't care. We pay hundreds of dollars. It was free. If you're 100% disabled in Florida, you valet park at the airport for free. You get all your public parks for free. You get a five-year pass to go to all the parks. All the state parks. Fish, fishing is free. Um, The fishing license ah. is free. Parking in parking lots is free. Like at our beach, they charge five something for a, a per whatever. It's free for us. So many benefits here. It's amazing. So Florida really does take care of its disabled veterans. And that's been really nice. Wow. Yeah. Well, for, for the state, for the state of Florida in general, if Florida has the highest number of military retirees oh, yeah. and veterans than any other state, the East Coast, we have a bunch of naval bases up and down the East Coast. And then on the West Coast, you have a bunch. Um, you also have uh, a Tyndall Air Force Base and all of them and Special Forces guys that are on the on the West Coast. So we have a, the, the military community is huge in the entire state and they take care of us. They take care of us really well. Yeah, well, they do. Well, and that's another thing at the Space Force Base. They have a marina that you can join and that you can go and get dinner and everything. And it's ten dollars a month. And sometimes the dinners are free if you're a member. Yeah. So <laughs> oh it's incredible. Yeah. I hope so everyone really knows do. this. And that's and, that's not yeah. for disabled. That's yeah, for everybody. Yeah. And, oh, and right. just on top of that, just the, the rocket launches that happen. I mean, mm-hmm. oh. we're hitting a rocket launch now about once a week. Wow. And so, yeah, it, it's funny. Sometimes I'll hear it. Or I, I know there's one coming, so I'll just go out in my front yard. And you, basically, they come up over my neighbor's yard. Wow. So, and we see it go off and... If we forget about it, we'll hear the rumbler, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One just to go. That's so cool. So the sonic boom. Yeah, yeah. One night I was working at midnight and the whole house shook. I thought someone <laughs> broke in. It was the sonic boom. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even realize. God. We'll have to send them a picture. Yeah. They have that when yeah. the, when the, they reuse the boosters when they come down, if they do what they call a land, a land landing, yeah. Yeah. um, when they put them back on the launch pad, it'll actually make a sonic boom right before it lands. Wow. And it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's so awesome. Well, and I'll paint a picture. If so, if you're listening and you wonder what is it like to live in this area, my daughter came down, she has stand up paddle boards. And so we took the paddle boards out while my younger kids were doing surf school, which is the coolest thing to go to the beach every day and see yeah. 70 kids in the water on their surfboards. <laughs> so we were laying out there on these paddle boards. My daughter and I, we had sea turtles swimming around us, a pot of dolphins swimming under the paddle boards we look up and a rocket goes off wow i mean it, it is just the most amazing th- if you like any of those kind of yeah. things yeah yeah just phenomenal and I that's just that part stuff. of life here we need to experience that <laughs> yes once. so cool like, yeah we hear about this and i would love to see this in person Oh, cool. It really is. It yeah. really is. It's paradise. Every time we come back over the bridge, we think this cannot be real. You know, is this really are? <laughs> it's been four years. It still yeah, doesn't yeah. feel like yeah, that. Just yeah. a quick story. There was one day Jen was having a hard time. Something happened. It made her upset about something. And we were coming across the causeway, the, the bridge. We crossed over the bridge. And then I went up and I flipped a U-turn. And we were going back over the bridge. And I was like, okay, look off to your right. What do you see? He goes, I see water. So I went <laughs> over the bridge. And now I turned around and went back on the other side of the bridge. I said, okay, look, got you right. What do you see? She said, water. I said, okay, we live here. She said, you're right. <laughs> There's nothing to be mad about. Oh, so, it made so everything good. better. Yeah. yeah. That's a calming um, effect. I love that. I don't think that would work yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> you know, we're talking about the relaxed atmosphere. It's almost, it takes a while to get used to. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost too laid back when you first move here. Oh my goodness. Everything closes at nine and on Saturday and Sunday, it's like six. And then, you know, it's the weirdest thing, you know, if you want to get something done, right. If you 
like, oh yeah, we got it. We got you taken care of, you know, no worries, relax, we got you. And then you're stressing like, is it going to get done? It gets done. It's just they're more relaxed. They're not rushing, right. but yeah. they get the job done. Right. And when they're right. supposed to, but that, yeah, yeah it's, it's just really laid back. That is I mean. cool. I mean, even if stores close at six, if you needed something, you could order it online, right? I mean, that should help. Yeah. If you, you know, if you're or you can go across the bridge. Yeah. Okay. How, how long is the bridge? But, that you the mile. Just a mile. Yeah. Oh, about a mile. And is there a toll or is it, is it free? No. no. Oh, no, it's free. Oh, good. Good. And there's actually, there's five different ones because it's it's kind of long just and plus that way god forbid a hurricane you know does something to one there's still a way to get across so it's really nice so that's the other thing i wanted to say though the reason that we chose here uh, because coming to florida the hurricanes terrified me hurricanes and sharks yeah. and i'm a researcher so i did a whole lot of research yeah. the reason that nasa built where it did which is near where we are is because there are certain winds that come and they blow the storms away and so if you watch the storms where we are the, oh my goodness, we moved here in 2019 and Dorian was coming in and it was supposed to be a five and we were supposed to be a direct hit. Then it, it went all the way down to a one and it was almost nothing because oh, there's wow. these winds that blow right out from the Cape, right? Cape Canaveral. And then Disney is in Orlando for a reason. If you notice, those things have been there. They're billion yeah. dollar empires and they've never been destroyed. So statistically, could it happen? It could, right. but the chances of it happening are so much less where we are, which is why we chose where we did. Now, now granted, last year we had two we had two within a month and a half but we stayed right? home but we stayed home during world ah. yes did the news uh, when, advise when, you guys to leave was there any they kind have of to advise us to leave you know it was a voluntary you know with the one they hit the west coast first and came through oh, that was ian um, right yeah that was ian that was one um i had fr- I have a friend in port charlotte and it basically almost destroyed his whole house oh, wow. um it took him probably about six months now to build and oh he's almost God. done finally that one you know it was okay for us and then nicole came from the east you know, and came up and, you know, that's our first time that we've actually stayed home during that, you know, that we've had to. And it was, it wasn't. Yeah, so around here, they say if it's yeah. a one or a two, most people stay. If and it really, three, it, it's interesting. I was actually podcasting during the last one. Oh my and goodness. Yeah. I was sitting here looking out my window, talking. I was leading a writer's group and then I did my podcast. And it's actually, I did a podcast about survive lasting through the hurricane and how, <laughs> you know, life is like a hurricane sometimes, right? Things yeah. come through. We don't think oh, we can so handle cute. it. Yeah. And you do. And, you know, we have, we have screenshots of when the eye passed over us both times. Yeah. You um, can see it on the radar and it's and, yeah. and we're here it's just like a i don't know i think that when when dorian came it was supposed to be a five and it, it was really slow and it it was going about a mile an hour and it was it took days and days uh-huh. and i actually ended up in the hospital we thought i had a heart attack it wasn't a heart attack. It looks like it might have just been anxiety from, okay. you know, I had just moved here four months prior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I decided at that moment, I can never do that again, ever. Mm-hmm. Either we have to move or I have to stop. And so now when when they say a hurricane's coming, I just pretend like it's not. Ha- I just tell myself everything's going to be fine. And so poor Dave will run around. He gets everything ready. And I just sit here and say, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to move on like normal. <laughs> and he'll tell me if we need to go somewhere. You just have to have your prep kit. You have to have your generator. Yeah. You know, you have to have your generator ready. And the cool thing about it is with hurricanes, you know, beforehand, right? Yeah. You know, you know, right, right. you know, it's tornadoes, get beforehand, you know, a week to right? two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. With tornadoes, you don't know. Well, and I, you don't know. I was in LA during the 93 earthquake and I ah. was, you know, I was there for a, a several large earthquakes in the 80s and 90s. And you don't know when they're coming. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, we had horses die. We had all these things happen. Right. And at least with this, we have a chance. So with the younger kids, if it's a big hurricane, we're going to leave because we're not going to mm-hmm. chance our children's mm-hmm. lives. But if the winds are 70 to 80 miles an hour, we know we're going to be fine. Our house is a, a solid foot of concrete and our roof is new and it's been strapped into the ground. You know, we know we're okay. going to okay. built in 1964. So yeah, we yeah. will go if it's big. Well, so Jen, you've grown up around these kinds of situations from California to, and you're a tough cookie, you know, because <laughs> well, you know, yeah. us, it it's was like when we're looking at places to consider, we're like, okay, that may be hurricane bound or that may be earthquake bound. It's like, oh my God, now with the climate and everything, there's all sorts of other issues, right? So it, it's a tough choice. Right. Let's talk about housing now. We want to know what that whole process was like. Did you buy? Are you renting? So we were looking for houses. We had like five or six houses picked out. We we're trying to plan on a day to come down and look at them. And in one weekend, all five houses went under contract and everything jumped almost 15 to 20%. Wow. It was and this crazy is in now. India Atlantic. So India, this well, was in the Atlantic, in, this in the area. area. Okay. Satellite, okay. So the towns that we have are Melbourne Beach, India 
Peak Atlantic, Indian, Indian Harbor. Harbor Beach, and then Satellite Beach. Then you have Patrick, and then you have Cocoa Beach, basically. Okay. And they're all basically all together. They're literally mm-hmm. all together. So we were like, okay, so we picked out a few more houses. I got on a plane. I came down to look. We looked at four houses, put offers on a couple. We were outbidded, and then finally we landed one. We landed the one we're in now. And we bought at the exact right time that we needed to. So when we bought, we knew we wanted a home because we've got two younger children. We wanted a bit of a yard and we had to have a pool. That was one thing for us because Florida is hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I had a pool growing up and it was an amazing thing. And I wanted to be sure that my kids had that. So we have the beach, yes, but we also have a pool here. And it had to have shade outside. Ah, it's strangely, oh. a lot of the homes don't have shade by really? the pool. Okay. So we have what's called, it's a screen porch, but here they call it a lanai. So we have a 400 square foot lanai, which is, it's an amazing feature. And so I loved that. On paper, this was the best house for us because it was four bedrooms. We had an extra bedroom for my office or Dave's, was Dave's. Now it's back to mine. And we have a decent yard along with our pool. It was perfect. It did have some problems. Our realtor did not tell us it was sinking into the ground. And so we had to do some work. But the great thing about that was we did buy it for less than the houses that were perfect were going for. We bought the ugliest house in the best neighborhood, which if you have the time to do the yeah. work, that yeah. is what we like yeah. to do. That's what because you do, we, yeah. we are in the best neighborhood right okay. in our area. We love this neighborhood. A bunch of young families. Everyone keeps up their yard. We didn't want to be in an association. We had a rough one at our last two houses mm-hmm. where they would purposefully almost look for things. So we, we knew we didn't want that. So we don't have that extra cost. And, but, you know, sometimes when you don't have that, people don't take care of the things yeah. either. Yeah. So it was really nice. And then once we fixed the house, we had to jack it up and that is good. And then we got to redecorate because, you know, you need to paint and undo all that. And so now it's ours. Yeah. We love yeah. it. We got to make our house ours. Yeah. So. so what was the range of prices that you encountered while looking? Can you let our audience? So know? while we were looking, we were looking in the three to $400,000 range, Okay. which when you're thinking, well, any, any house here is one to between one and 10 blocks from the beach and there yeah. it's a small narrow island yeah so that really wasn't bad and when we bought in 2019 you could get a beachfront condo for two hundred twenty thousand dollars. wow so we wanted our adult children to move down here and buy down here because we thought oh my gosh this is quite an investment and they chose not to do that and now everything is double so the house that we bought is literally going, they're going for twice what we paid. And that's not counting in that we've done all this remodeling as well. And we're about to redo the kitchen. So it was the perfect home at the perfect time. We are never going to sell. But if we chose to, and we were going to talk too about if you cross the causeway, there's a town, this town called Melbourne that we talked about. Now we could sell our home and then the money that we get out, pay cash for a house across the Mm. causeway, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't want to do that. We like we like to be here. Is that what you call the mainland when you say mainland? It's That's what we call the mainland. Yeah, okay. yeah, across Got the causeway. So, so, so real quick, funny story on that. So we have a saying saying down here, and there's a lot of bumper stickers that are like, "Please don't make me go across the causeway." And it's just the beach life attitude, right? Uh-huh. So for her birthday a couple of years ago, I actually went to a t-shirt factory and I actually had a t-shirt made with the Melbourne Causeway on it, with a big old red circle going across, <laughs> saying "No OTB, no." No OTB, which is over the bridge. So, so yeah, so people so use bridge it's a, and causeway. It's a mentality that we have down here. Bridge and causeway interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. So our 11 year old, anytime we're going somewhere, he's like, "Oh, please don't tell me it's on the mainland." And it's funny. <laughs> it's it's a one mile bridge, but there's just something about it. There's just a feeling we have here. Words can't explain it. You just have to be here. But Melbourne is also it is a great place. They have lots of great things. And I did look up home prices, and the median home cost there is 348,000, whereas the median home cost in the Atlantic is 627. Wow. Well, you guys so, got yeah. in at the right time. Yeah. Man. So for, we, I mean, we really need no less and a pool or yeah. bedroom and that four, shade four bedroom or... with a pool and about, yeah. what do we have? Quarter acre or half acre? We have a quarter acre. We have yeah. quarter wow. Acre. wow. That's wonderful. Which, which, uh, half of that's our pool, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice because with the kids, you know, we've got pool areas, half the backyard, and then we actually have a yard for them. So okay. that's okay. nice. The condo, two bedroom condos go for now about 400, did you say? I would, um, uh, yeah. I would think about between, starting, yeah. yeah, to start. And that's if you like want to go on the ground floor. Okay. on an older building. So uh-huh. just just for reference, so they built a, a new condo 
a new set of condos literally at the end of our street where the beach is. Um, for the first year and a half, we had the perfect view of the ocean when we came out oh my our street to, to A1A. So yeah, it kind of made me mad on that <laughs> end. But anyway, so just for reference, it's a five-story condo. For their top story, I think it's somewhere between three to 4,000 square feet. Wow. It's a three-bedroom condo. It's brand new now, brand new. And they're wanting a little over a mil for it. Wow. Which really isn't that bad. Yeah. Which, when you think about yeah. beach, because yeah. yeah. I know from yeah. Los Angeles, oh. Oh. even when we left there 20 years yeah. ago, we couldn't have lived, uh, you know, miles from the beach for a million dollars. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 looking at mill million two fifty somewhere in a yeah. million and a quarter. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about top floor penthouse, you know, four bedroom, of course. three to four thousand square feet. Yeah. You know, and brand new. So they put everything in there for you. Everything's there. No, you always read about these ocean view or oceanfront homes. And I always thought, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? And then you start looking in the prices. And when the names of celebrities start popping up, you're like, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. You can't even touch it. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. Sure. You have to sure, learn sure, sure. to yeah. find other places of water nearby or on or, you know, what have you. So what about other taxes? Now, we talked about... Like if you're working, what's the... So they don't have a state income tax in Florida. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. And what about... Real estate taxes, you you get a break on because you're um, a 100% veteran. Yeah, average. the average cost for taxes, for housing tax, property taxes, I'm sorry, um, is roughly between $1,700 to $2,000 a year. Well, that's Uh that's based on a house. That's based on a house like us. Like three, Uh, four bedroom house, roughly... I think you said nine-tenths of a percent, didn't you? Yes, according to statistics, as of 2022, it was nine-tenths of a percent. Mm -hmm. Nine one. Okay. But they're saying roughly between seventeen hundred to two thousand dollars a year. That's based off of you know three, four bedroom house uh, for property taxes. Uh, now our home. Now homeowners insurance is a little bit different story. Okay, uh, yeah, of that's getting you're on crazy. the beach side. It's beach because we're beach side, because we're okay. you know, over by the ocean, mm-hmm. right? We're ocean front. Um well we're not ocean front, but well, we're yeah. Yeah. Tends to be a little bit higher. They're creeping up. So when we moved here in 2019, our property taxes were around what twenty five hundred dollars. Then the next year they were thirty six. Homeowners, homeowners insurance. Homeowners insurance. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry, homeowners insurance. And now we're looking at about six thousand dollars a year if we don't change, which we're going to do. Which we have no choice. They're going to drop. Um, everybody's pulling out, and we have to go with the yeah. state insurance, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. So that includes so, hurricane. Are you you're forced to get hurricane insurance? That's that's including it's 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 so basically it's all under one umbrella. So like for like all of our deduct, we have a certain deductible, right? $500,000 deductible. But then for hurricane insurance or for the hurricane deductible, it's like 2%. Of your home's value. Of your home value. So if you have insurance, you it, it doesn't cover hurricanes. Now, if you have money in the bank and you want to self-insure and you don't have a mortgage, a lot of people are choosing to do that now. So we do still uh-huh. have a mortgage. So that's not an option for us. So I used to sell insurance through State Farm uh-huh. and I loved doing that. I loved taking care of people. The insurance situation in Florida does not love doing that and taking care of people. So we can't have State Farm where we are. So this isn't about, I won't name any company, but it's horrible. And it's so bad trying to, and people are upset because a lot of people sue insurance companies in Florida, which is why the prices are going up. But the reason for that is they're not taking care of the things they're supposed to. And so you have to get what's called a public adjuster and you hire this guy and then they go after the insurance company and then he gets 20%. So that's Ah. why prices are going crazy. They're like lawyers, but they're not lawyers. Yeah. And so if, if, <laughs> if the insurance company is here, I don't know how they get any other state. If you have a problem, say uh, you have a storm, your roof blows off. They come, they say, oh, your roof blow off. We owe you money. They cut you a check. You sure. fix your roof. Not the case. Interesting. Okay. You might wait a year to get that money. Wow. So what do you do yeah. if you don't have the money? To fix- oh, that's the one downside, I think, homeowners insurance. Now, if you're, on, if you're on the mainland, if you're on the mainland, you can get all the big companies, State Farm, USA, you oh. can do that. And it's it's also so much lower as well, but you're on the main. And what's really okay. ironic is where we are, we're not considered to be in a flood zone. Oh, you're not considered so to be in a flood don't zone. Don't pay extra oh because goodness. of being in a flood zone. Even we're between a, little, a river a and an ocean, yeah. but we're not in a flood zone. <laughs> not in a flood zone. <laughs> crazy. So, yeah. They're on a sand barge, but they're not in a flood zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh my goodness. Cost of living. Is it more expensive living on the island? 10%. It is. It's really dumb that it's 10% more. It really is. 
honestly, services are more here if you want a gardener, if you want a housekeeper, all that, because they just assume you have more money, so they charge you more, which is a bummer. We've asked around. We've got some really good people because we do. We have people that come and help us with things because we've got some physical things that make it better to have get help. Mm -hmm. So we get help. And I really like that. Housing is, I would say, 30 to 50% higher here than it is on the mainland. So if somebody likes the beach but doesn't really need to be right at it, it would make sense to live in Melbourne and then come over here. And there's an area that's considered to be more posh and bougie. It's called Vieira. Technically, it's still Melbourne, but they have all the fancy things. The area looks a little nicer. You know, it's kind of like when we lived in Franklin as opposed to Nashville. Franklin is like that too. It's just, you know, it just got that nicer vibe to it. Uh Uh And so people can live in Vieira. Vieira is a little more expensive than Melbourne for obvious reasons, but still not the same kind of cost that you get at the beach. But you can still be near the beach. You see the rockets. You have all the things. Right. right. It's called a master plan community is what they call it. Oh, okay. Got it. So So what about things like electricity and gas? I think Um, they're pretty comparable to what they were in Nashville. Nashville. That's the one thing with utilities are not more expensive than on the mainland compared mm. to what we are here. Okay. Um, we pay about the same. I know we're going through a little bit of a price hike uh, because, you know, inflation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have FPL for our electricity, Florida Power and Light. And then we have our Melbourne City Water where we're at. And then our trash pickup is paid through our property taxes ah. uh, for, for Brevard County, where we're at the county where we're in Brevard. So where we're at, we don't actually pay like waste management or, or somebody. Okay. It's, it's grouped in with our taxes. And the interesting thing here is that everybody has a well for watering their lawn. So oh. you're not using public water and you don't have to pay for that. Oh, that's great. So that's nice. So, oh. so aqu- we have an aquifer. So, so with four people, and a pool and plants that we we do water our plants with the hose. It's about what seventy dollars a month on average for yeah. water, which isn't bad. Mm. Now our electricity, we had a ten year old air conditioner and we like it cool. So in the summer, our electricity was what three hundred dollars, something like that. But uh. we just put a new unit in, so we're very excited to see what <laughs> happens this summer. So your electric bill has got to be higher than in Franklin, right? Because Florida, you have to have AC on. What yeah, most of the-, the electric bills, the electric bill is higher, but but cost for electricity isn't higher. It's just because we use it more. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because, you said about because 300 keep, a month? 300 a yeah, month because we keep it We keep it at se- between 72 and 74 in the summer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we really kind of keep it low. Um, but we've also got tons of electric. We have lots of tech. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're definitely techies. So we've got a lot of things running. We had a freezer on the Lanai, which we are no longer <laughs> going to do. Well, what happened was, okay, they had a sale on brisket oh, <laughs> at my the store. And Dave went to the store and bought a dozen huge briskets and then a freezer to put them in because we were so excited about the brisket situation. Oh my so goodness. now that we've eaten the brisket, someone else is going to get the freezer. And it, But it was fun. <laughs> we had so a lot funny. of brisket parties. Now with the electrician, we use more. We have a pool pump and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. Pool. yeah, we yeah. don't have a heater for the pool. We don't have a heater for the pool pump. Okay. Apparently pump. The, the heater costs a lot of money. But do you but, even need a yeah. heater for the pool? On most days, it's probably pretty well. Well, this is, this is the other thing that I don't think people understand about Florida that I think it's really important. So is it hot and humid? Yes. In the summer, it is hot hot and humid, but six months of the year, and we're just ending it now. Thank God we've got a long spring, but from October until about April, we have got the most beautiful, perfect weather where you could just open the windows. It's around the seventies, early eighties. It might dip into the fifties in the evening sometimes. So you can bring out those boots that you moved here with once or twice (laughs) a year and put them on (laughs) and maybe a sweater. But six, seven months, six, seven months out of the year, it is a utopian weather. It really oh, is. It and that's beautiful. And there's no hurricanes during that time, which is why we get the snowbirds, right? Because they want to come yeah. down and enjoy that absolutely perfect weather. And then it does get really hot. But okay. but during those months, oh my goodness, it's glorious. Okay. So during those months, do you still use the pool, even though it's a little cool? My kids will swim in the pool year round. They will yeah. go swimming yeah. on Christmas. There's been a couple, yeah, we now, a couple, <laughs> now there's a couple of days where it dropped into the 50s. Yeah, you don't use the pool. I don't use the pool in winter because I don't like it cold. But when I say cold, I mean, it's still in the 70s. It's not dipping below that. And, you know, kids, they don't care. Yeah. You know, once you get in, your body normalizes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to the beach, when you go to the beach, 
on Christmas day and go swimming on the beach. Oh, and that's another thing that we have here that is the coolest thing. It's yeah. surfing Santas. So that's our new, <laughs> you know, I was so sad about leaving our older kids when we moved here. And so our town has a thing. And now our kids surf school has started it where on Christmas Eve morning, people dress up either in Santa outfits or they might just wear a hat or red clothes and they go surfing. Now this year that's it was so cool. 30s, which it never is. It was in the high 30s. And I've got a picture of my daughter walking into the water with her wetsuit. You don't know that she just walked right back out after she touched her ankles. <laughs> but because it was her first year to do it, she was so excited. But it is the neatest thing to see all these people dress up like the yeah. Grinch. And yeah, yeah. Oh, it's oh, just wow. a really neat beachy way to have holidays. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, I think about we have um, the Coney Island Polar Club. And Polar Bear Club. Polar yeah. Bear Club. And one of these days, I'm like, yeah, we got to do it. What about healthcare in your area? Is it easy to find? Do you have a problem finding physicians when you move there? Okay. I'm going to say the number one biggest problem with this area is finding a decent doc. Ah. Between, so we have seven children. Five older ones are living all over the world, doing their thing, being healthy, supporting themselves. And we have the two younger ones that are 11 and 13 that both have, each have several health issues, as do Dave and I. And I have to say that, you know, when people think of, of the South, Southern states, they think, I don't know, not quality in a lot of things, but I have to say the Nashville area has by far the best health care of anywhere I've ever been. And we moved there to here. And I thought, well, two of our children have, the two younger ones have autism. You know, there's a lot of engineers here. There's probably a lot of people with autism in this general area. Mm-hmm. And yet the services are horrible. They really are. And so that is one thing to consider. And we we are struggling to find good doctors. We, we have found a good family doctor who's willing to send us wherever we want to go, but finding the specialists. It's been four years and we are still working Mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. So I would say that for me, that's honestly been my biggest struggle. Now, you know, we figured, you know, there's a lot of retirees down here. There's a lot, you know, there's got to be some good healthcare, right? You you think, right? You think not so much. Now, granted, it's this whole, you know, like in Tennessee, we had HCA down here. We have in Brevard County, we have Health First. So, which is the conglomerate, I would say, or the the big health. HMO thing. HMO people, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, They have the hospitals down here. they, They run the hospitals down here. I am not their fan. Now for children, okay. um, we found with Nemours, Nemours Children's Hospital is actually really good. Yeah. They have Walter, they have, they have what are they Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer in they Orlando. They do have good specialists and they have satellite offices in Melbourne. So they can still see a lot of those doctors yeah. without having to drive to Orlando. So they, you can get specialist care for children. There are a lot of doctors here. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. that there aren't, but I'm very picky and I want a doctor that actually pays attention and cares. <laughs> that is not easy. I think, to I think find. nowadays now, now, since you know pandemic and all that stuff, it's, it's, it's been really, really hard to find yeah. healthcare yeah. all over the place nowadays. Which actually, yeah. so the fact that I started my medical gaslighting podcast after we moved here might let you know mm. how I've felt about healthcare. Well, Got to listen to that <laughs> so, one. Okay. We've always thought the same that Florida, you know, there's so many seniors flocking down there. The healthcare must be amazing, and doctors must make really good money because they're in the need. Right? Well, there's a lot of plastic surgeons down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not gonna, yeah, and. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I can definitely imagine right? people <laughs> needing all those kinds of things. But we've interviewed a few Floridians and they've shared some of the concerns depending on where you are. So you wind up going rather than 20 minutes away, you might go f- further away. But like you said, there is a shortage of physicians in certain specialties. Finding one is going to take a little luck, right? Yeah. Okay. What about the VA hospital? How's that How's that in the area? The, the Orlando VA hospital actually is really, is really, really amazing. The, wow. the hospital hospital is huge in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, from here, it's about an hour and 15 minutes away. Uh-huh. Um, we have we have a satellite. Uh, Vieira has a satellite office. Uh, they call it, it's an outpatient clinic where you can get most of your services. Um, you can get psychiatric care. You, can, you have, a, have a primary care doctor there that I go through. And then they have a brand new satellite yeah. office in Palm Bay, Bay, which is 20 minutes from us in the other yeah. direction. Okay. So, so we're looking forward to checking that yeah. one out. But yeah, up and down the coast, they have a really good one in uh, West Palm Beach. Uh, they have a good VA hospital in West Palm Beach as well, okay. uh, from what I understand. But yeah, uh, as far as VA healthcare goes, it's better than it was in Nashville. Yeah, it was better, and it's still better than it was in Nashville. Um, it was a whole lot better when we first moved here pre-pandemic. It, it slacked off just a little this bit. Well, we went to the neurologist, and she said that at the small satellite office, six doctors had quit during the pandemic. Yeah. Just wow. There. 
So they were down to just a couple. That's the struggle. I think it's not necessarily the positions themselves. It's what they're up against. They've got shortages of everything. Just one more thing with the the veteran stuff. Also, there's a lot of good outreach organizations for veterans out here as well. Mm. Um, I'm actually starting a podcast called the the Veterans Concierge Podcast. Oh, nice. Which I'm going to be... useful. um, I'm actually going to be spotlighting some of those organizations, a lot of nonprofits that we have out here. As far as the veteran community goes and as far as the outreach goes, it's amazing. But yeah, I will keep, say keep the VA health care is actually yeah. oh sure will. Yeah, I think that Brevard, uh, the county that we're in, has the most per capita veterans yeah, in Florida, right? possibly. Okay. I think I just heard that. So, yeah, we do have, we have a lot. It's close between us and the West Coast. So and the Tam- support between is Between us and Tampa Bay, it's it's okay. like a huh. competing thing, I guess. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, so that's really <laughs> helpful to know, everything that you've just shared. Yeah. Let's move on to food shopping. How is that in your area? You live in a little town, right? So how's the food shop? So we have Patrick Space Force Base, and because uh-huh. we're military, we got the card. We can go there and on the, and commissary. On the commissary. And the great thing is, we can order it and then go pick it up. They don't deliver, but we can pick it up. Oh, and wow. so that is far and away the best price slash quality yeah. sure. com- combination that we can get. Yeah. Now off post though we have Publix Publix has the monopoly down here in Florida yeah. sure, Publix sure. Okay. beach side on the island is very expensive, expensive. and oh. so we have two of them actually we have one in O'Galley which is about a mile up the road and then we have another one about a mile south of us it's a smaller almost like a neighborhood market Publix it's and a bougie Publix it's a bougie yeah I call it it's a bougie Publix with the, the whole cheese but area <laughs> have some of the stuff that the other Publix do oh. so they're more selective on what they carry just for example i want to go get some skyline chili because we love skyline chili i want to go to the one south of us they didn't have it i had to go all the way back up to the one, <laughs> north the one south more caters to tourists so, yeah they're more catered. Uh, and they so they're more expensive because if you're vacationing yeah. here and you don't you have to stay close you have to shop there we have a wind dixie that is also kind of icky and also <laughs> very overpriced yeah uh, um so really we love all we like certain things we get from Publix because they're just certain things that are better at Publix. i love their bogos and we do have aldi across the causeway so that's really because we're gluten-free i'm gluten-free and dairy-free and so that jacks the prices up like double of what they would have been for a lot of the things Mm -hmm. and aldi has great gluten-free options Ah. so that's our go-to we also use kroger delivery as well yes Kroger. So Kroger, there, I don't know if y'all have Kroger. Did y'all have Kroger up north? No. Oh, no, no We've no, heard no. of it, but we, we don't okay. have it yet. No. Okay. So so in Nashville and Tennessee, we actually had Kroger. They actually had stores, okay. right? They had yeah, stores. Yeah, yeah. So Kroger has started coming east. And so because Publix has the monopoly, well, they're actually, they have a distribution center out of Orlando and they actually come this far. They come beside. So wow. if we order, we'll get it the next morning. Wow. Of course, with our membership, you know, That's whatever. Great. Yeah, 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 it's um, really nice. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's it, the food's higher quality of course right it's not Publix but it's not Walmart either right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the prices are a whole lot cheaper with the food delivery it's through Kroger and then of course we have Walmart delivery and stuff like that mm-hmm. so okay. but the nice thing with Kroger delivery is that they have coupons and so you can put those with your stuff and so and they always have a freebie that you can get really? and so yeah I and I like to play little games with how much can we save you know yeah and so <laughs> we do that but that's our number one if we can but we do have the Walmart thing just I don't know because there's just some things that are cheap oh, at Walmart, you yeah. know, soap yeah. and all that stuff. And so that, and then they can just bring it here. Right. So that's we just nice. got a Costco built about a year and a half ago. Yes. Okay. Oh. We are diehard Costco fans. We're very <laughs> excited about Don't say that to Gene. That to Gene. <laughs> 23 minutes away. We were driving to Orlando an hour and 20 minutes. Once a month. Once a month because we are at it. And so now we have it here. It's like, what are your favorite yeah, things? And we can, what are your favorite at Costco? <laughs> okay. Number one, surfboards. Surfboards. Yeah. Surfboards. You can get them for a hundred. You can get it for a hundred. So we have Ron John right up the road and Ron, they're $350 at Ron John. Granted, it's the Ron John brand, but yeah. it's, it's an equal brand at Costco for $100. And when you've got children wow. that are going yeah. to wreck their board, yeah. you know, that's yeah. nice. What else? Boogie boards for $35. What, but so. what else? What's um, your favorite? What's your tuxedo favorite? cake? Your berries there. How about the tuxedo cake? Have you had that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never had that. Face light taste cake. Okay. Yeah. If I'm eating food, I shouldn't. <laughs> have there and, and she can't tiramisu. eat that. She can't eat that. So, oh, right, right, right. I have a is protein. Trace lettuce? Is that what it's called? Call it? Yes. Trace it's lettuce, so, yeah. so delicious. I, I have a berry smoothie every morning for breakfast for the last seven or eight years. I have the same exact 
everything. And I get the protein and the berries from Costco. So we're the, we have to go get my berries. Do the same thing. No, he has a lot of smoothies, but he, what? Why are you shaking? Your I head? don't go to Costco. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you guys do sounds called or BJ's? We have a BJ's, but we don't, it's, that's not as bad. You have to understand, you have to understand. So we live in Brooklyn. There's one Costco in Brooklyn and it has a huge parking lot. And you still can't get a spot. Oh, it's the yeah. highest. <laughs> it's the highest producing revenue, revenue in all any the Costco. States. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, yeah. There's yeah. only one yeah. in Brooklyn. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. You know, Here's my thing. Especially as I get older, I want to enjoy my life, and going into Costco is not enjoyable. But but for his 60th birthday cake, we got that tuxedo cake. We got two of them, and they were so nice. They wrote his name out right away, and everyone loved the cake. I mean, it was delicious. It was yeah. like layers. Eat this stuff as long as I don't have to go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, you know, it's funny though. I think Costco has person. They have personalities. They do because the one in Orlando, what didn't feel good when we went there. What? We did not feel good, and we wanted to get in and get out. And the one in Nashville felt like home, and the one here now feels like home. Yeah. So maybe the one in Brooklyn is the like the one that we went to. You know, where it was just like mm. that, and our kids love the ice cream. Oh, they do. Well, and uh, the, and the hot dog for a dollar fifty, you get a hot dog and a coke. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna drink for a buck fifty. You know, you need right. a family of four for six dollars. Talking about food, how how are the rest the restaurants in the Atlantic? Good, they're awesome. They're really uh, good. Of course, I mean you can't get more fresh seafood than yeah. where yeah. we're at. Yeah, right. And they accommodate my special diet. Yeah. Uh, uh, most places so accommodate nice. special diets. Up and down A one A are just all amazing. What is that international place around the around the world cafe? Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, Ooh. they're amazing. I don't remember where they're the from. Sounds cool. They're from another country, they're from, but they're from somewhere in the eastern. They have eastern blocks. They have some amazing food. We've got Bizarro's Pizza that has the best New. New York, style oh, New York. It's actual New York style pizza. <laughs> and they are all from New York. They're all from New York. <laughs> yeah, they don't let any locals great name. Yeah. work there. You have to be from New York. Well, the family's last name is Bizarro. Oh, so oh my and god. They're actually, they're actually on they're actually on the boardwalk in Indy Landing. This is amazing. Uh, we've oh, got some oh. great bagel places because we've got wow. people from New York, right? Oh. So we've got a lot of right, that a lot of New Yorkers like New York. Wait, Oh, so there's a boardwalk. Yeah, it's, a bo- yeah, it's well, okay. Indy Atlantic boardwalk is not like what you consider a boardwalk in oh, New York. Okay. It's just like there's a few stores, there's the beach. There's the boardwalk, but it's because we uh, it's such a small town. It's so we have a small town. board, yeah. small beach town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, very nice. Um, but we have yeah we have a uh, beachside seafood, which is amazing. Melbourne <gasps> um, Seafood Station, which is amazing, and then of course we have our Mexican restaurants. There is a, a it's not really a touristy place, but we take everybody there. It's called the Kind the Kind Diego's Insane Burritos. Um, <laughs> it's in makes, it's an Indian Harbor Beach. Yeah, it's an Indian Harbor Beach. It's like a big tiki hut, and it's yeah. so good. Embodies this area, so we take everyone there. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the prices and they have good. amazing food there as well. And the, the price, price is, is reasonable. I mean, you could ten dollars or under for everything. Oh, so yeah, yeah cheap, very right? reasonable. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. And even yeah. the seafood, I mean, you can go get the huge seafood platter thing and it's thirty-five dollars. Oh, nice. So, so I know in a those... lot of areas, yeah, you know, and that's one of the most expensive things in yeah. the general yeah. area. I think price wise, it's not so bad for food. Yeah. And then also if you come down and, and you want the more upscale too as well, there's a there's a few places on the beach side. Uh, I think it's called Desjardins or something like that. It's it's a it's a three story restaurant wow. rooftop bar thing that we have. <laughs> yeah, Dijon's Dijon's is what it's called. And then we have a place called Skewers, which is more upscale. So we have the upscale have as well choices. as with the other stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You have the good variety. Sounds like some of the area, maybe not your area. There are a lot of tourists. Is there? Are there a lot of tourists and there are, are there a lot of snowbirds in your area? There's a lot of snowbirds. A lot of people don't know about our area. And so it's been kind of nice. It's, it's like a change. hidden change. secret. It is starting like, to change. This is, this is going across the world. <laughs> don't tell anyone that we're doing this podcast. We do have a lot of snowbirds. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is pre-pandemic, right? We had a lot of snowbirds and then the pandemic happened oh. and a lot of people got stuck down here. Yeah. And then a lot of people didn't go back after the pandemic. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, because the rules there and here were different. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. With Miami and Fort Lauderdale, they're putting a lot, they were putting a lot more restrictions on spring breakers. So we actually had an influx of people coming north for spring break. Oh my God. Coming to our area. Yeah. So, so the, yeah, it, it, it is being found out about, let's put it that way. 
when we first moved here, but not so much. But now, yeah. and how's the traffic? It is wonderful. Oh, as someone who has lived in LA with traffic, oh, it's God. funny. If there's ten LA cars in a row, things. the kids are like, "Look at this traffic!" <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Okay. Now, if you're going to Orlando from here at rush hour, you're going to have real traffic. Yeah. But in this general area, it's it's amazing. Okay. It's absolutely amazing. Even even when the snowbirds are in town. Even when the snowbirds are in town. I mean, the only time that we have what some may consider minor traffic is when school gets out. That's our traffic. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. That's true for everywhere. So where's the nearest airport? So we have Melbourne Airport that is across the causeway, about 10 minutes from us. And they're starting to open more. They It's called Melbourne International. I think that term is used lightly. <laughs> but because they go to the Bahamas, yeah. Um, but they're starting to fly more places. And then we have Orlando, which is less than an hour. So it's not bad. Ah, that's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah, It's about a $78 Uber trip. With Melbourne, they also have Allegiant, which is actually flying to more cities now. Pittsburgh, Nashville, yeah. and a few oh. other places. They're flying directly into Melbourne now, too, as well. Wow. So I think we've covered a lot. Uh, it, have we left anything out? I don't think uh, so. If you come down and you play golf, man, we can go on base too and play golf because the public can use a golf course. <laughs> oh, all right. Manatee golf course I have. So. Oh, okay. oh nice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there is golf. If people are interested, we have golf and tennis and all those things. On our list to learn is pickleball, which we've heard every yeah, We haven't done that yet. You know, we haven't learned that either, but I've seen it. It's very interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's Everyone less loves running. <laughs> people, well, you know, it's less people running. People who are into it. Are... Yeah, it's a, smaller, it's a smaller court. I can't thank you enough. Jen, it was so nice to connect with you at PodFest. It was Dave, great. Nice yeah. And we look forward to your nice new to podcast. You. Nice. And we're going to share it because people need to know this stuff. Oh, do you have any words of wisdom in terms of decluttering when you moved? You had yet seven kids. We did. You must have had a ton of yeah. stuff. I got rid of about two thirds of our things. Wow. wow. And so I would say the thing is... You have to get rid of the guilt about getting rid of things. Yes. So if, you know, Aunt Bessie gave you something that you've had hanging on your wall for 30 years and she's long gone and you hate it, you can get rid of it. You don't have to keep those things. Take a picture of it, put it in a photo album yes, yes. or don't let it go. Just because something was given to you by somebody doesn't mean that they're in that thing. And so once I could release that, it let me get rid of a lot of things. And it felt so good. And after getting rid of two thirds of our things from a lifetime together, there's been maybe one or two that I've thought, oh man, it would be great if we had that. But both of them were things that we could replace anyway. So oh, none huh. of it was, you know, okay. but it just, it feels good. Let it go, get rid of it. We ended up doing it as just donating instead of selling okay. because a, it was a nice tax write-off, but also I didn't want to go through the hassle of yeah. negotiating yeah. what my things were worth. Right. There was just something that felt really good. If you find a good cause and donate your things to that cause, it takes away some of that pain of letting it go. Oh, so for me, that idea. helped. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we haven't heard. Because then, you know, someone is really benefiting, you yeah. know, like they're, like here we have a place that sells things and the money goes towards battered women. Oh, and so giving that. things to them, you think, oh my gosh, I'm saving what, you know, so then. Right. Yeah. It makes yeah. it so much easier. That's a great point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's also tax deductible. It is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, I didn't e I didn't even write off half of the benefit. donations because they, they wouldn't have believed it. The government would not have believed. It. Yeah. You don't think but so, huh? It's okay. So on that note, thank you very much for participating on Retire There and stay in touch. We will. And thank you so much for having us. This yeah, has been amazing. so good. So see you soon. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.